It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. Roy Kent is like the best character in that show. Oh, he is, like, man. Boy, baby. <laughs> dude, you sound like Roy Kent. Are you serious? Uh, dude. You've been holding out on this? Rando. The dude's 45 years old today. I'm not going to say happy birthday to him because I hope he had a bad birthday. I hope he blew out a candle over an avocado and then didn't eat it and it's just miserable. And Pat. Reed Ferguson was trying to whip it. He did. Throws a football like I do, but like, you know. <laughs> There's a clear <laughs> drop off, I would say. <laughs> On Buffalo Rumblings. So, a couple things about that intro that are funny. First of all, I made the boneheaded mistake of sending in the copy for that voiceover and calling it a bi weekly show, uh-huh. you know, because uh-huh. twice a week, even though <laughs> we all know that bi weekly is every other week. Uh, but twice really, twice weekly doesn't really have the same ring, and uh, you know we can't pay double broadcast rights to hire the voiceover guy again, so uh, we're sticking with that. And the other thing that's really funny is Brando, you have that thing about Tom Brady in there, and obviously Tom Brady's kind of having a little bit of a rough time right now. Have you guys watched his press conference? I didn't see it on socials. I actually had to go look for it on YouTube. No, I did not. Have you seen it? Was he mad? No. He just didn't care. The dude is on the brink. He was on the brink of tears. Brady? I swear he looked like he was about to cry. Well, he, how, how would you like to be boy Aaron Rodgers and talk to Bills in your post game? But anyway. Right. I mean, we're def- we'll definitely get to that. We're headed that way. But I I felt something that I've never felt before. About, this in is my about Brady, life. right? You're talking about Brady? I felt bad for Tom Brady. Wow. And that's new. This is this is somebody that we've hated for our entire I felt bad. Now, maybe that's just me being, you know, weak or whatever. Dude. And yeah, I mean, that's just like the bye week. You know, that's what the bye week will do to you if you don't get to watch the Bills. And you know what? If the Bills were playing, even, you know, the Tampa Bay beat the Bills last year and yada, yada. If that was less far removed in our, our rear view, then maybe I'd probably feel differently. But whatever the rumors say, the dude's going through it right now. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It was it was kind of weird. I didn't I didn't like it. I had to turn it off. After I watched the whole thing, you know, it sucks because when he's going through like what he's going through personally, there's no way that it's not going to affect him professionally. Yeah. And that's why I feel bad, because if he was like if everything was, you know, any other time that we've been mad at him on the field, like he's had a supermodel wife who makes more money than him. Dude's won more Super Bowls than anybody else. You know, you know, dude's got a great life. You got no problem being mad at the dude. But now it's like, yeah, like you said, like, oh, Tom, it's it's, it's like, Oh, he's having troubles in his personal life. I'm not going to attack a dude because he's dealing with that. I don't envy that at all. Hey, listen, anyway. 70% of people in America get divorced, Tom. Buck up, bro. No, you know, I, <laughs> it, it is what it, it, it's tough because when you're going through something like that, I'm sure, you know, I don't know. I've seen divorce before. My parents are divorced. I know you guys are. Yeah, I was going to say 33% of the people on this podcast have divorced parents. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and I, I mean, I was a baby, but like, we don't have to get into it, but I wouldn't imagine that my parents could have played at the highest level of their sport (laughs) if they were playing when they were going through it. So, you know, and it's a tricky thing, man. What is he supposed to do? He can't take time off to get it right. He's not seeing his kids. I saw something, it was a meme on Twitter and it was like a cat 
crying, holding a controller, being like, when Tom Brady's kids want to spend time with him, they have to boot up Madden and play as the Bucks. And I thought that was funny. I was <laughs> well, like, there's so many sad. things at play for this guy right now. And like, I hate him. The only thing I ever like about him is go Michigan. I'm wearing my Michigan hoodie tomorrow for our college day. Yeah, even that. Even but that, yeah, even that's a, <laughs> uh, like a polarizing school to like if you like Ohio State or anybody else in the Big Ten. Uh, but I don't know. You can obviously see something's not right to see the outburst from the week before being really angry and then being really sad, being in tears almost. And I don't know. I I don't, maybe he's just like, I wish I was in Miami. Like he doesn't want to be in Tampa. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting dynamic that's going on there, but you know, amazing that it can still be entertaining to watch a team put up three points. So I wasn't, (laughs) I watched a lot of the game. I don't know. I had red zone on too. Um, I was watching red zone. Yeah, it was. And they didn't cut to, they didn't cut to that game often. I mean, the first touchdown to DJ Moore in the back of the end zone was nice from PJ Walker. Is that the quarterback? Did I get his name right? Yeah. Who's Uh, starting going forward. Even if Baker Mayfield is healthy. XFL MVP. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because we finally have seen it this week. A couple of veterans getting benched for their young backups. I don't know if you saw other Listen, headlines. Mr. Trubisky would have won that f- game too. Don't even get me started on that. Sh- oh, I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about Mitch Trubisky. I was thinking about a guy. Uh, he wears the blue and the white. Um, you know, some yeah. call them lucky when you when you find one. Uh, the horseshoe, you might call them, that they put on a colt. So Matt Ryan is getting benched. He just had that one. He had that one uh, comeback that literally destroyed his entire psyche forever. <laughs> yeah I, well i mean you could always say brady and, and ryan are linked at the hip for that but to see these guys it, it cannot be easy to say something that you have done your whole career and just having it not be easy right now that cannot that cannot be something that that we know how to process right i mean john are you, you ever get the yips you ever get the yips when you're audio engineering no, yeah. no, yeah. right? Like, you know what you're doing, the, yeah. and, and you know that's head lasso. You know the yips. The you, know, yips. you have to whisper it. You can't say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, everybody at the end of their career at a certain point deteriorates to a point where they can't perform, and that's that's a, something to go through. But the big question is: Is this finally the beginning of the end? Because we've seen this before, and we've seen him retire before, and it's just like it's it's never end. The dude's gonna play till he's fifty, apparently. But you know how it goes, man. You either die a hero or you live long enough to be the villain. Bruce Wayne told us this a decade ago. Tom Brady should have listened. Brandon, you look like a badass right now with a cat draped on your shoulders after quoting <laughs> Batman. He's so We're annoying. off to a good start. He's NABP so... After Dark, eight oh, minutes in here. So fast. But let's talk time. about the guy who was not so sad during his press conference and more PO'd. And that's Aaron Rodgers, who basically said that the best thing for the Packers is to have a challenge in the Buffalo Bills. First time that the Packers have ever been double digit underdogs in Aaron Rodgers career. And they're coming to Buffalo where they've never won a game as a franchise too. So I heard that today. I thought that was cool. I do have, I do have a question for you and it's not my typical, are you guys worried about yada, yada, yada question because I kind of lean on that a lot, but uh, how much money are you guys putting on bills? Minus 10 and a half points at this point. Probably zero. 
Yeah, no, same. But like, <laughs> if, if you had an unlimited amount of money, then I guess gambling doesn't really make sense. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like, can you script any kind or put together any type of scenario where the Bills lose to the Packers that's decently plausible, short of a Jacksonville type meltdown, you know, from last year? Did you have a script for Carolina beating Tom Brady? I mean, it was there, you know, the Buccaneers not converting in the red zone, not being able to get everything going offensively. Mike Evans dropping a big pass. Um, All right. I guess it was just kind of everything going wrong. But they also lost the previous week, too. And Tampa Bay, it's not like Tampa Bay has been like a powerhouse this year. They have they have much deeper flaws and a flawed offensive line, you know, which really, as we know, can wreak havoc if you don't have an offensive line that can even stand a chance. Well, when you look at a, a potential game script for a loss of the Bills, it starts kind of like the way the Ravens game started. You have to turn the ball over. Maybe they get a pick six like they got. The Packers got one, right? They had uh, their linebacker brought back a touchdown. Um, yeah, was it Zedaria Smith, was it? Yeah, and Not then, sure. you know, you got to have Aaron Jones chew the clock and average. Well, he's only getting 10 touches a game, which is kind of crazy. He he's an established quote unquote running back star in this league. And Alan Lazar is no Devontae Adams, but he's well, got a Bills great coming back as well. I mean, not to his, his bones are made out of glass, but I uh I do wonder what kind of role Sammy Watkins is gonna play now oh, that yeah. he uh is back in the lineup. Um so it for them to to get it close. You, you can't fall behind either because you're going to need your running game to to keep Josh Allen off the field. And Aaron Rodgers is going to have to probably scramble and use his feet. I feel like we haven't used a, seen a ton of that either, at least in his first seven games. He's just he doesn't look like his MVP self without Devontae Adams. It's it's yeah. a huge and drop. The off. thing is, is they're still trying to I think they they're right up there in terms of attempts per game for Rodgers. And, you know, maybe some of this is like them playing from behind, but their pass to run ratio looks exactly the same as it did when they had Devontae Adams, which, you know, no adjustment there and not getting the ball in, like you said, Aaron Jones's hand is a problem. So is this the week they make the adjustment? Maybe, but we're what, seven games into the regular season and they haven't yet. So who knows if they're going to do it this week. I do kind of worry about a team that's lost two straight you know, just knowing that they have to do something crazy and, you know, it, it's kind of a must win for them at this point. I know that term, you know, we, we kind of toss it around, but it is a, a hungry team that's been struggling. So I guess there's a little bit there, but I just, you know, even if it's close, I just don't know how you even, I, the bills are better on offense. They're better on defense. They're just better all around. So, you know, I don't even think there's a lot of matchup things to examine because I the, the wide I, the wide receivers don't scare me whatsoever you know Trey White could be back and our secondary could be better than it's been this entire year the running backs I mean I guess they it'd have to be like a Jay Ajayi type game remember the Dolphins game where they lost in overtime with 10 guys on the field Jay Ajayi had like 200 some odd rushing yards like it literally have to be that type of clunker well, and I feel like too, I mean, I, I think that a lot of things would have to go poorly. And we did, I mean, Brandon and I were at the Halloween game last year and we did have a little bit of a scare, um, you know, until like the third or fourth quarter when Josh finally got his shit together. But I think someone else was sleeping on and maybe they take a page from the Kansas City Chiefs book and not to say that this player is at all Travis Kelsey, but 
I wouldn't be surprised to see Rob Tanyan have a lot of targets, you know. That'll be interesting as well. He's a big physical tight end who, you know, two years ago had what, 12 touchdown catches? So I, I think that, you know, he's someone that could make a difference if somehow by the grace of God. Well, Tanyan hasn't gotten much going so far this season, but he's probably their most reliable weapon with Lazar has been underwhelming and so is Jones. I don't understand how you think you can make it seven games. It, it's just, could you imagine this team without Diggs? in Buffalo because we have depth, but I mean, they don't even have a Gabe Davis, right? Gabe Davis would be their number one if he was on their team. And that slotting of receivers that match up on defense to what you can do. I mean, Aaron Jones isn't going to get any easy looks having Matt Milano or Tremaine Edmonds on him. And neither is Robert Tanyan. He's got two linebackers ready to just destroy the poor guy. So what's the path to victory? Uh, Aaron Rodgers throws a Hail Mary 90 yards on the field and, you know, Hamlin knocks the ball into Lazard's hands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's hope you're not a fortune teller here, Brandon. So I hope not. And not to rag on Alan Lazard, but if you're putting all your number one targets into a guy that, um, you know, is an undrafted rookie, you know, coming to your team and has slowly worked his way up to you know, mediocrity. I, I don't really think that, you know, that's too much to get excited about, but yeah. I mean, it's happened before, but it's certainly a rarity. And I mean, I think it also, like it's this microcosm of what the NFL is these days. You need really good pass catching weapons and I feel like it used to be, there were some years that Brady didn't have the best wide receivers and they'd still have a really good offense. You know, a really good quarterback could elevate mediocre wide receivers and secondary play, I don't know if it's it's defenses or it's just the modern NFL that's, you know, pass and defend the pass. You can't get away with mediocre weapons. And I don't understand these teams that try to, like the, the Green Bay Packers didn't even try to replace. And, and if you're going to call Sammy Watkins, you know, a possible replacement, I think that's a huge stretch. But you're seeing it. Aaron Rodgers, MVP last year, has no weapons this year and they suck. Name a top team in the NFL that we think is a threat to win the Super Bowl this year. And they've got at least one elite receiving option. You know, for the Kansas City Chiefs, it's Travis Kels. For the Bills, it's Stephon Diggs. You know, go in the NFC. I mean, there's not, it's not very deep, but the Eagles have great receivers. San Fran, you got Debo Samuel, who's not a traditional receiver, but is a huge threat. And now they also got, have Brandon yeah. Ayuk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, even Geno Smith, I'm not saying that Geno Smith isn't great and that he's had a great comeback, but I'm sure it's a lot easier to have a comeback when you're throwing a DK and Tyler Lockett as well. So, yeah. Exactly. I think that's one of the big reasons why they've had a successful year so far is those two guys. I just, I know I say it a lot and it's just so important. I did it. I mean, in all, in anybody's sports career, you if you take away, if you have to elevate somebody who belongs in the two spot into the one spot and it shifts everybody to be something that they're not, it will change the whole offense, even to the blocking scheme. Like Devontae Adams is a hell of a wide receiver run blocker. And I know Alan Lazard's like six, five and he probably can do it too. But who's the guy on the other side? Who's the guy in the slot now? It's just, if you don't have everybody in the role that they need to be, I mean, hockey's a good example. You got to have a number one center. If your number three center is playing in the number one center, you're screwed. The Sabres went through this. You know, the, if you have a backup quarterback, a fringe level quarterback going against somebody who's established and knows an offense, like you don't stand a chance. If you have 
this goes through, I mean, you could do this with the defensive line. We have the depth of a D line, whereas our second team could play on a team's starters and in our O line, we could put Questenberry in. It's just, you can't let it bleed out to the point where that depth is gone. And green Bay has really lost their depth on offense. And in the time that they should be stockpiling, they should be going all in on these end of the year, end of the road with Aaron Rodgers. I think. Well, I mean, also one dude is making potentially more than anyone else on offense combined. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve the bag, but you know, sometimes in greatness, you have to sacrifice the, the bag for W's a la Tom Brady. But, also, I just wanted to say, I wasn't going to make the joke. I wasn't going to make the joke. I really didn't want to make a Romeo Dubes joke, but he's about to get smoked on Monday. So, <laughs> How do you say his name? Is it Dubes? I thought it, it was Dubes. It no, is Dubes. Anyone here? Let's see. Can we look? It is, am it I going to be able to see this on I am cer- I'm certain that it is Dubes because I heard it and was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll check that when I'm editing because I've never, ever had to fact check Pat when I'm editing or anything like that. It's never happened in the history of the podcast. All right, uh, let's get a break in here while we got a second and uh, we'll come back, do some more talking and get some quotes with Pat after that. So stick around. this pass game at all i'm about to pull it up right now yo mac jones got pulled and bailey zappy threw a touchdown okay storylines i'm just saying listen listen you don't throw 64 tds in the fbs on accident <laughs> dog always bringing it back to college football i love it western kentucky all right so question for you guys looking at the bill schedule find two losses because i can't I don't know if that's what your question was going to be, but yeah, I mean, kind of that, but I'm curious if the bills are going to be less than seven point favorites in any of these games. Cause I think it's pretty certain that unless they stack a couple losses, they're going to be favored in every single one of these games. But I, I think Bengals, Bengals and Cincinnati, they're not seven point favorites. Maybe they're two or three point favorites, or maybe it's even, even. No, yeah, I guess uh, maybe it really four depends or five on, or six. It really depends. Cincinnati is an interesting topic if you want to get into it, because I don't know if you caught there. I mean, if you were watching Red Zone, you caught a lot of their yes, first half. They scored an insane amount of points. Yeah, it was like what they put up 28 points in the first half, in like first 21 half, in the yeah. first quarter, something crazy like that. So, I mean, if you're talking about any kind of formula for I mean, I guess, I guess Atlanta's defense is a little bit shoddy, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. That's a team who started out 0-2 and we all kind of rode off for the Super Bowl hangover. But, you know, even though they can't protect Joe Burrow, it seems like they're still putting up points. So They're lucky that Jamar Chase is just insane. And Tyler Boyd stepping it up when you need him to, just like he has shown he can do his whole life. I love Tyler Boyd. I started him in fantasy this week. He's the last second plug and play produced for me. Nice, nice. But I, I, I don't know how you don't look at the Miami game. I mean, we lost to them. It, oh, my yeah, God. Tua I, looked, I, think that, I think that's another He looks so bad, one. though, dude. He looks so bad. He had, he had four picks that were dropped. And that game's in Buffalo in December. I think they're still probably seven-point favorites in that game. 
Yeah. I mean, six and a half, they, seven. They just, if they're seven points over Pittsburgh and we blew out Pittsburgh, but Miami beat us. I'm we curious were, to see. I'm curious. To we see. were, we were 14 point favorites over Pittsburgh. I think two touchdown favorites. Yeah. Packers game is 10 and a half. You know, Bill's Jets is going to be well over a touchdown, I would bet. Even though they have a winning record. Let me let me ask you this. Out of the Packers or Jets, like who would surprise you more if they if they lost? Jets. Well, like, which is it's not the Jets. close. Jets are buns, dude. The Jets yeah. don't even throw the ball 15 times a game. They Zach threw Wilson the ball is. 10 times in one. And in no Brees Hall. I like the trade that they just got. Uh, James Robinson, right? That's his name. Yeah. yeah. Um, From the Jags. Yeah, he's good. But he's no Brees Hall. And Michael Pitt, uh, Michael Carter, right? The running back, not Michael yeah. Pittman. He's the receiver. He's the kid from UNC, right? Yeah, I mean, he was a second round pick. I want to say like last year, maybe two years ago, um, the year before they got Brees. But if we lose to the Jets, man, if we lose to Zach Wilson, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. But four teams the last four weeks in a row have lost to Zach Wilson too. I think it's interesting because. The NFL is so clustered this year. I mean, you see it every game. It's just the bad teams are close to each other. And the good teams are so far and away better than the average teams that you might get the Jets two, eight or nine wins because there's so many other bad teams. The Jets might be able to pull a win on one of the two Dolphins games, just like the the Dolphins did to us. Or they might be able to split with the Patriots and and the way that these mediocre teams are going to trade wins and losses with each other. I just, I'm curious to see who like, we have the one seed right now with the one loss at five and one. And and then you got Kansas city at five and two, but who comes in next? Who's the next division winner? How many games over 500 are they? Is it the Ravens at 10 and seven? It's, Probably whoever wins the AFC North, I would think, because the AFC South is, you know, just a crapshoot. Is it going to be nine and eight? Is it going to be 10 and seven? Is it going to be? I mean, uh, it's probably going to be, I would think, whoever can stack wins out of the Bengals or Ravens, one of those teams. Did you watch that Ravens game, though, on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, they looked pretty bad, too. I mean, again, everyone has their weeks, but. I mean, is that four weeks in a row with a fourth quarter turnover? Three and a half I don't want to get, get too far away from this Packers Jets debate too, because I, I think that there's a little bit of history biasing our opinion because objectively out of the Packers and Jets, you know, it's not just what team has the better record. What team would you say is the better team this year? I mean, oh, who's dude, been playing the, better? The, the Packers, dude, the it's Packers, 1000%. Yeah. Aaron Jones is twice the running back than anyone that's going to be suiting up next week for the Jets. Have you been have you been watching their games, dude? They look bad. It's painful the to Packers watch. Look it's painful. Bad. But so are no, the I Jets. Know they look, I know they look bad. I know. It's, it, the it's Jets just, have won it's, four straight. The Jets have won four straight, and they don't bad, look that in bad, bad fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson has thrown like one touchdown and two picks and like five or six starts, dude. What are what are Zach Wilson's stats? That's the real question. All right. Here's something that we forgot about two weeks ago. The Jets played the Packers. Does anyone remember that final score? Yeah, they beat the crap out of the Packers. I know they beat the crap out of them, but 27 to 10 in Green Bay. And the Jets hung 40 on the Dolphins on October 9th. And now granted that was without, you know, Tua. Obviously, the Jets beat the Steelers, which is no big feat. Lost to the Bengals, beat the Browns in that crazy game. 
I would be more surprised if the Bills lost to the Packers than the Jets. Division games are crazy. We know that. Spreads are smaller for division games. You get them twice a year. The Jets, to me, seem like a team on the rise, whereas the Packers are like, what are we doing right now? John, all I'm saying is that Zach Wilson has thrown neither a touchdown or an interception in the last three Jets games. Wins aren't a quarterback stat. How many, how many games did we, uh, did we go in with Tyrod, you know, and everyone's like, I'm not afraid of Tyrod Taylor. Like, what's he going to do? You know, I mean, Tyrod wasn't going three weeks in a row with zeros in the TDs and the INTs. And granted, you could say he's not turning the ball over, but I mean, unless this is a Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer situation, like, I mean, they're winning games. They're putting up points. This is a debate for another day because we're already 30 minutes into the episode, but touchdown passes I think are a very 2D statistic because if you want to go like offensive touchdown scored and sure, I mean, he you only could, has one rushing touchdown. He has two TDs in four games. I know I'm talking about the offense's touchdowns. You could have Josh Allen drive the field 98 yards and have Devin Singletary run it in every single time. And Josh Allen's passing touchdowns would look terrible, even though the offense is moving the ball. So yeah, like I, I don't think they're asking Zach Wilson to do that much. Like it's not a sustainable formula. I don't think, but you know, they've got a lot of young guys that they added in this draft and the last one, and they're playing well. Like Sauce Gardner is a baller. They've got, what's his name? Quinton Williams, who was drafted a few years back in the Ed Oliver draft, yeah. is playing his nuts off. Seven yeah. his, like, he's having his best season of his career right he's now. He's a monster of a man, yeah. too. He is. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So, again, like, am I afraid of Zach Wilson and Robert Sala? No. But. I would be more surprised if the Bills lost to the Packers because the Packers look like complete trash right now. I mean, you're stacking losses against the Jets and the freaking Washington Commanders back-to-back weeks. They lost to Taylor Heineke. I like Taylor Heineke, though. Don't knock on him too much. You're right. I know. I know. I like don't him knock him too much. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Pat, you got some quotes ready to go? I do. I do. Nice. All right. Quote number one. Even in those situations, you've got to dirt it or find a way to uh, not have a negative play. And obviously that one cost us. Let's see. I'm trying to think of games that came down to the wire where Mike the quarterback Tomlin. didn't throw it away. Nah, that's a good guess though. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually didn't stay up for the entire uh, game and I didn't miss any points. Kenny, so Kenny Pickett should have gotten the W. Tua, Tua had four horrible interceptions dropped. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Even in those situations, you got to dirt it or find a way to uh, not have a negative play. And obviously that one cost us. It was a close game. Close game. Defensive touchdown was scored. Um, Rodgers? Defensive touchdown Rogers? was good. Nah, nah. Um, divisional, divisional game in the AFC. Colts, Titans, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. That's yeah. right. That might be his last quote as a starting it quarterback. Is, so. They said he's going to sit for the rest of the year. All right. Anyways, uh, next quote, a little bit more of a uh, uplifting one. As I said before, in terms of any vindication, I already knew who I was. Is this Robert Sala? No, you would think th- you would think that you would think he, was, he was taking notes. I think so, um, taking receipts. Yeah, you read it in the same voice. That's why I thought that was going to tip me off. Hmm. No. Let's see. Quarterback or coach? Or neither? Quarter, quarterback. Is this uh, Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Wow. He needs no vindication. Nice. <laughs> nice. Dude's on a tear this year. 
Kenneth Walker was a great waiver pickup. And uh, I'm so mad that he wasn't available in the Buffalo Rumblings League because he would be saving my butt right now. What about uh, Marquise Goodwin from the the sewers of the NFL somewhere emerges? Like, yeah. I thought that was a good quote when I was watching that back is, the uh, that is a good one. That is a good one. By the way, Brandon, I think you and I played in Buffalo Rumblings this Dude, week. Dude, I don't want to talk about it. I, I think I think it. Brandon forgot to sub out somebody on IR. I did. J.K. Dobbins. And I had Gus Edwards on the bench. He put up 20. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw believe it. Me, Brandon. I was in the same position. Uh, I don't ever do that. I'm mad about that. Yahoo Fantasy takes so much more effort to check. It, it like, does. I look at it, it and does. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yeah. Like, the, the ESPN Fantasy app is so much better. Yeah. So... I tried to look three at the, this week. The this first time all season. Yeah. I think I went two and two. And just in case you guys were wondering as well, the Pats are down right now, 17-14 to the Bears, and the Bears look like they're about to put it in. I was expecting this game to be like three to zero at half, but Justin Fields, guess, expect the unexpected with primetime football. Yeah. This year. But uh speaking of which, I'm gonna go watch the rest of the game. And uh, hope you gentlemen have a good night. That's all we got for this pod. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Check out Buffalo Rumblings articles, man. That's all. Yes. Yes. Brandon's been writing some good articles and he's putting a lot of work into it. So uh, oh, go, go see the fruits of his labor. And <laughs> sorry, I was watching the game. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. Go Bills. Go Bills. Bills.